The Pitch Cider. Pitch side for every game. Hello and welcome back to the Pitch Cider podcast. Hope you've had a fantastic week. We've had a lot of football, especially from Champions League, Europa League, Premier Leagues, and also Liga, Bundesliga, Syria, and much, much more. So I hope you are strapped in, ready for a bumper week. Um, we will review everything that's gone on in the last couple of days. And yeah. Yes, start this week with the return of the Champions League second legs. So this week we've had four games from the Champions League. We start on Tuesday. Start on Tuesday. Uh, we had... Two games, uh, we had Benfica versus Club Bruges, this ended 5-1 and we also had Chelsea versus Dortmund. So starting off in Benfica, uh, this one was club of clubs, uh, two clubs that are doing well to get through on this far um, and obviously well done to Benfica, I was winning this one on aggregate 7-1. Um, really shows that they're not really missing Enzo Fernandez after selling him in the summer. And uh, this is a bit of the... It ended the spell of Scott Parker at Club Bridge. Um, he was sacked after the uh, defeat midweek. And he is now... he Scott Parker faced... A difficulty um, to overturn a 2-0 loss in the first leg um, and yeah he was definitely thumped in this and uh, it spells the end of Club Bruges Champions League run this year. So just having a quick chat about Scott Parker. Um, he has he was sacked, um, he has not had a very good start um, to his sort of European management style um, after being sacked. He hasn't been in charge of the club for that long. Um, I think it was only around 20 games, which he barely won any of them. So you can see why they he has sacked, um, but now leaves with Club Brugge with no manager and looking to find someone else um, to turn their season around. Um, they're not having the best of seasons in the Belgium League. So it'll be interesting to see who they get and how, how well he can do. Um, but yeah, this is great for Benfica going through to the quarterfinals to see how far they can get in this competition. Uh, moving to the big game, uh, it was Chelsea versus Ben uh, Borussia Dortmund. Borussia Dortmund held a 1-0 lead going into this and Chelsea managed to turn it round um, to a 2-0 victory. Um, Chelsea seemed to have found some momentum, um, reverting to... Three at the back with uh, injured Thiago Silva now. It was just nights uh, Graham Potter enjoyed at, as Chelsea manager as they overcome the first leg deficit um, against Borussia Dortmund. Um, the, it was done by a brilliant goal by Raheem Sterling and then a VAR decision that penalised Wolf for a handball um, as Ben Chilwell crossed it and then Kai Havertz struck the post. Um, but there was encroachment in the box which then led to Chelsea allowing to retake and Havertz didn't ask twice this time scored um, Chelsea then kind of shut up shop um, and yeah sort of victory out um, great momentum to bring on to this weekend but yeah special night for a lot of Chelsea fans uh, Potter's sort of now sort of starting to come on side again with some of them 
So yeah, um, disappointment for Dortmund, um, disappointment for Jude Bellingham. Both sort of wanted to progress, um, and unfortunately, they were unable to, um, were unable to finish any of their chances. And yeah, they unfortunately have left out. But this does now mean Chelsea are through to the quarterfinals. So can Chelsea go on and win? Um, time will tell. At the moment, probably a bit past them. I'm um, not in the best of forms, but whether they can carry on this momentum, be interesting to see. Um, the other games we had, we had the biggest game, which was Bayern Munich versus PSG. So Bayern won this 2-0, which led to them winning on the aggregate 3-0. Um, Chuba Moting and Serge Gnabry um, both scored in this game, and they cruised to the quarterfinals as they condemned PSG to another last 16 exit and um, this sort of leaves PSG in a sort of bad situation again it's two seasons they've sort of had Messi and Mbappe and Neymar all up front and they've got massive signings all over the pitch and they seem to fail at the same hurdle every time unfortunately um, a lot of these players would now start to see is PSG just cursed or is it that they will never be good enough to win this competition. Um, they spent a lot of money and their main goal is to win this. Um, now has led to a number of rumours that PSG are now looking for a new manager. And one of the names on the shortlist is um, Thomas Tuchel, but they haven't sat their current manager at the moment. So it'll be interesting to see where they go with this. Um, and I suppose it depends on how well they do in the league this season. Um, but yeah, this also is going to spell difficulty to try and keep Messi, whose contract's up at the end of summer. And obviously Mbappe wants to win this competition. And if he stays with PSG, he's likely not to um, do this, unfortunately. But yeah, brilliant for Bayern Munich. Um, they push on to another quarterfinal in the Champions League. Um, and they're definitely going to be one of the favourites to win this competition. Um, and yeah, they it will be interesting to see how they do. Um, PSG, obviously, Chuba Moting played for PSG against Bayern Munich in the 2020 Champions League final. Um, probably scoring in that game as well, so it's great to see him progress. So, yeah, um, the final game we had in this week was Tottenham Hotspurs versus AC Milan. Unfortunately, this ended 0 0. Um, was not as thrilling of a game as you would expect with two massive clubs. Um, this ended 1 0 on aggregate. After 0-0, um, Tottenham failed to get into the quarterfinals. Uh, haven't really sort of lived up to the hype since um, Pochettino has left and now he's rumoured to be coming back. Um, Conte, after sort of time in Italy, now with his contract up at the end of the summer, looks like he's probably likely to leave Tottenham. Um, not in the greatest form. Looks like they could slip from the top four. Um, being knocked out of Champions League, Tottenham's sort of Harry Kane's Tottenham Harry Kane's drought for a trophy um, continues um, on to next season. Whether Harry Kane will still be there, again, is a question on everyone's lips. Um, so there's definitely some questions at Tottenham. Um, they're not struggling in the league, not being any in any of the competitions anymore. It's, it's a real struggle for Tottenham, uh, especially for some of the Tottenham fans. Um, they seem to be managing to keep with their top four spot um, but they unfortunately are real name and one of the, sort of the teams that not in form but they still hang on to their spot 
So it's definitely interesting to see, um, see how they get on in this weekend. Um, whether they still kept on to their spot, we'll get on to in a bit. But yeah, unfortunately, not a great evening for Tottenham fans. And um, just looking at this this week coming, um, some of the fixtures we have: um, FC Porto versus Inter Milan. Inter Milan hold a one nil victory in league going into this, and um, you expect Inter Milan to cruise to a victory against this. Um, Manchester City and RB Leipzig also play on the same day. Um, this is 1-0. You expect City to win this, but RB Leipzig can sort of, if they could, knock Man City out. It'd be doing great for some of the bigger teams um, and also carries on the tradition of City never being able to win this competition. On the Wednesday, we have um, Napoli versus Frankfurt. Napoli winning this 2-0. Um, you'd expect Napoli to cruise through to this. Um, maybe another two goals, especially being at home. Biggest game of this two week, two days is Real Madrid versus Liverpool. Can Liverpool turn around this 3-0 deficit? Would never say never, but the form that Liverpool are in, a bit topsy-turvy, playing away from home. Looks like they could get battered in this one. And yeah, their away form this season has been very poor, and their home season's been home form's been that great, been good. But yeah, on the road, they're not that great. And going to Spain, yeah, you would put it down to be Real Madrid to go through. But yeah, next week we'll go through some who we expected in the draw if it hasn't been drawn already. Um, and yeah, let's quickly move on to the Europa League. So we've had a round of 16. Um, so we've had Union Berlin versus Union from Belgium and did free all, fr- thrilling game. Uh, Bayer Leverkusen won their game 2-0. Roma won 2-0 against Real Sociedad. Sporting Lisbon and Arsenal drew 2-0. Juventus won this 1-0. Manchester United beat Real Betis 4-1. Seville beat Fabrizio. Fenerbahce 2-0 and Shakhtar Donetsk versus Feyenoord ended 1-0. In the Conference League, West Ham drew uh, are winning 2-0. Um, Villarreal are winning 1-0. Um, and yeah, we've it's interesting. Um, Europa League, obviously Union versus Union, um, quite an interesting one. Two great teams, um, sort of punching a lot above their weight in their leagues and yeah doing really well in this competition uh, only one of them can progress um, kind of have a little spot soft spot for Union Sant Galatos which is the Belgium team um, one of the favourites to win this competition Arsenal drew to Sporting Lisbon in a thrilling game ended 2-0 um, very end to end can Sporting Lisbon this week go and take it to Arsenal at the Emirates or can Arsenal turn it on and cruise to this. Juventus carried their climb up from their relegation, from their sort of points deduction, um, with a 1-0 over Freiburg. Uh, and Manchester United have cruised, already looks through to Real Batis. So there's a few big teams that you would expect to progress on this competition um, next week, or this week coming. Obviously, we have the reverse fixtures of all of these games. And yeah see who progresses and we'll go through to the quarterfinals um, we look forward to the draw 
Now let's move on to the Premier League. Um, so this weekend we've had a full round of fixtures. Um, started off on Saturday. Uh, we had Bournemouth versus Liverpool. Um, Bournemouth beat Liverpool 1-0. Everton got three points against Brentford. A know, 1-0 victory. Uh, Brighton and Leeds drew 2 all. A resurgent Chelsea beat Leicester City 3-1. Tottenham beat Nottingham Forest 3-1. Um, and Man City got a 1-0 victory over Crystal Palace. Moving to Sunday, Arsenal got a 3-0 victory over Fulham. Manchester United and Southampton drew 0-0 after Casemiro got a red card. West Ham and Aston Villa drew 1-0. And Newcastle beat Wolverhamptons 2-1. So let's have a look at some of these fixtures. Um, let's go into a bit of a deeper dive. Um, starting with Liverpool. Um, Mo Salah missed a penalty um, and helped Bournemouth climb out of the relegation zone after an excellent win, um, which damaged Liverpool's chances um, in qualifying. They had a game in hand on Tottenham and it seemed that if they won this, their two games in hand, Liverpool, they would move into the top four. Um, however, after sort of missing out on three points here, they've really scuppered their chances. Um, and with the teams like Newcastle, Brighton, Fulham, Bright, Brentford and Chelsea all closing, um, it really opens up this sort of title this sort of top four race and uh top five but yeah after thrashing manchester city manchester united last week seven nil um it's sort of brought them back down to earth um after after a uh loss to bournemouth um however they have got man have got real madrid so whether their season is about to take another turn um, it's interesting to see. Um, yeah, unfortunately, it is a uh, bit of a difficult situation um, for Liverpool. Um, whether they can sort of keep their resurgence. Um, they, I mean, there's five points between them, which sat in fifth, and Chelsea that are sat in uh, tenth at the time of this game. Uh, but yeah, it's a great win for Bournemouth, moving them out of the relegation zone for the time being. And yeah, definitely something we should keep an eye on. Um, Brentford, uh, Everton versus Brentford. Uh, Everton won this 1-0. Um, I mean, not much to say about here, but it does move Everton further up the table. Um, that's now three wins for, out of six for um, Sean Dyche. And yeah, the Blues started on the day on 18th, but capitalised on the teams around them failing to win by moving out of the Premier League relegation zone, leaking two points and three paces above trouble. Uh, it was scored, the goal was scored by Dwight Neal. Um, he striked after 35 seconds, giving the host a perfect start to their game. And yeah, well, able to hold on. Um, after 26 games, this ha has Everton at 22 points, identical to the same stage under Frank Lampard last term where the Chelsea, former Chelsea boss guided them to safety. So it's definitely on the right trajectory to uh, push them on. Um, and yeah, Sean Dyche is a brilliant manager. Whether he can sort of keep Everton up and then move, push them further up the table, time will tell. Um, but yeah, a lot of the teams sort of have a game in hand. So we have a full round up of the table after we've gone through some of the games. Um yeah, if we take a look at the Chelsea versus Leicester game, um, Chelsea 
really sort of were this game was sort of an end-to-end game Leicester missed out on a few chances um, but Chelsea were able to sort of cruise and win win this game a um, bit different they sort of carried on playing didn't sort of shut up shop after 60 minutes after getting a one goal need um, yeah so now they've gone from scoring six goals in about four months to scoring six goals in about two weeks so it's definitely they've seemed to find some rhythm um, definitely this sort of 3-4-3 is really a formation that Chelsea like a lot of the players can sort of do and it definitely haven't sort of Chilwell and James no well, no James didn't play in this game has really helped them uh, form um, but yeah Daka did score a really good goal um, not much Kepa could have done about this um, but uh, Drewsbury Hall hit the hood woodwork in the space of two minutes um, and also Felix had a goal ruled out by VAR for being offside and also hit the post so this game sort of had it all um, doesn't move Chelsea anywhere in the table um, but it does leave Leicester very dangerous at the bottom of the table um, moving to the Arsenal-Fulham game London derby um, Arsenal cruised a free goal victory over Fulham um, after having one goal also ruled out Trossard got three assists before half-time, um, definitely settling into this Arsenal team. I mean, it restores Arsenal's five points clear at the top of the table. Um, after City, they were put under pressure from City winning 1-0 um, on the Saturday. Um, but yeah, they definitely lived up to that. Um, Fulham have been a sort of a really good side around the Premier League this year, getting a few big victories, um, being eighth in the table. So yeah, definitely good to see them that far up and um, definitely staying up this season. Um, but yeah, didn't pose much threat to Arsenal. Let's have a quick look at the table. So Arsenal are top with Manchester City um, in second. Um, Tottenham at Manchester United uh, are currently 11 points away from City um, with Tottenham two points behind them. Um, but they're closely followed by Newcastle. Uh, Liverpool have dropped down to sixth. Um, and yeah, the, it's really closed up sort of the gap. Um, Brighton, Fulham, Brentford, all Chelsea, all within like five points now. So anyone, a couple of games, it's all changed. Um, Fulham are sitting a bit dangerous. They've played an extra game. Um, Brentford have two games in hand. Chelsea have one. Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, moving down the bottom of the table, Southampton are now bottom with Leeds and Bournemouth in the relegation zone, but it does also lead West Ham and Leicester all on the same points as Bournemouth. Um, Everton are only one point clear of that, and then Nottingham Forest are above that. So you could really sort of go... It's really closing up now. Sort of you've got the mid-table which are a good, mate, like, 12 points clear now of sort of Palace, who's sitting 12, but from Palace, who on 27, you've got Wolverhampton on 27. Um, on 26, you've got Nottingham Forest, and then you've got Everton on 25, and then you're into the relegation sort of team. So anyone can sort of jump about. Um, and, yeah, Palace, after not having great season, um, last five games got three draws, two losses. They're not going to... Teams are closing up, and there's sort of there's a big gap now between them and Aston Villa, who were 11th. So, yeah, 
it's going to be an interesting end to the season. Um, sort of, it's tight in the middle. It's tight at the bottom. Anyone can go down. Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting. Finally, let's move on to Europe. Um, there's been a some good games across Europe and some sort of big news. Uh, so you start in La Liga. So Barcelona faced corruption charges over payments to former referees. Um, they It emerged last month that Barcelona paid Nigeria and Negra and a company he owns a total of 8.4 million euros, 7.4 million pounds between 2001 and 2018. Um, at Barcelona, at Barcelona Court um, on Friday, had that the former club officials um, had indicated for corruption, breach of trust, and false business, and the lawsuit was brought by Barcelona's public prosecution office, targeted the club as well as the former presidents. Um, Barcelona obtained and, and ma maintained a strictly confidential verbal agreement with the referees so that in his capacity as vice president and vice president of technical arbitration committee, CTA, and in exchange for money, the latter carried out um, tending to the benefit of Barcelona in decisions by referees. Obviously, this isn't great for Barcelona, um, definitely in money troubles. Um, the, the payments received last month uh, came to light following an investigation by the tax authorities um, by the former referees company. Uh, Barcelona made a total of 1.4 million euros between 2016 and 18 and paying 7 million euros between 2001 and 18 um, the year he left his role. Um, during this time, Barcelona won eight La Liga titles um, and yeah definitely some of these decisions will probably help um, but yeah they always want apparently uh, Xhaka said Javi said I always want to win fairly um, I thought we were if I thought we were cheating I would have gone home uh, that was after Barcelona's two all draw um, with Manchester United last month so yeah different interesting story here um sort of paying off referees um, and getting decisions go their way. Um, obviously, if this is true, whether this is found out, um, there could possibly be stripping of titles. Um, uh, yeah, but I don't know how much effect. It's probably very hard to measure the effect that this actually has on sort of Barcelona winning trophies. Um, doesn't seem a lot of money, um, so it might be in a game here or there. But yeah, it's interesting. Um, and yeah, you would have thought this would have been a long time ago, but to be only five years ago, it's quite scary. Um, is there clubs in the top leagues that are still doing this? Um, it'd be interesting to know. Obviously, we'll never fully know, and we never know to the full extent that what Barcelona have done here. Um, but yeah, probably it's likely that La Liga will now change some of its rules. Um, but yeah, if we have a look at some, at some of the games quickly... Uh, so Real Madrid um, keep the pressure up on Barcelona after their 3-0, a 3-1 victory over Espanyol. Barcelona are to play Atletico Bilbao um, at the time of recording and um, about to kick off. Uh, Real Sociedad beat Madrid to Mallorca 1-0. Um, Seville beat Almera 2-1. Um, and Villarreal drew to Real Betis 1-0. 
Um, having a look at the La Liga table, Barcelona continue to be top. Um, only eight points now between them and Real Madrid. So Real Madrid definitely starting to creep some pressure on Barcelona. Um, but Real Madrid have a Atletico Madrid and Real Sociedad sort of closing on them if they do drop points. Spanish league looks like it's going to be Barcelona's this year. Um, but yeah, you, anything can happen, especially with the likes and world-class talent that uh, Real Madrid do have. In the Bundesliga, uh, Bayern Munich have now got a two-point gap between them and Borussia Dortmund, who sit second. Um, and RB Leipzig have now sort of fallen off. Um, Union Berlin have a game in hand, um, but they sit fifth. Um, they are currently playing Wolfsburg at the time of recording this. It's nil-nil. And they do need three points to move them close to Borussia Dortmund to maintain that 3-0. But, yeah, definitely close league and um, one of the best leagues at the moment to watch um obviously Bayern Munich have still in the Champions League Dortmund have now been dropped out so whether they can rest some of their sort of key players it's going to be interesting to see um but yeah um, Bayern Munich did beat Augsburg to go clear um after after Dortmund drew to Schalke RB Leipzig beat uh, Magic Gladbach 3-0 um, Hertha Berlin drew to Mainz 1-0 Bayern Munich beat Augsburg 5-3 uh, Frankfurt versus Stuttgart was 1-all. Freiburg beat Hoffenheim 2-1. Uh, Werder Bayer Leverkusen beat Werder Bremen 3-2. So yeah, all to play for in the Bundesliga. In Serie A, uh, Napoli now have a 18-point um, 18 points at the top of the title. They're definitely cruising this year. Probably not. Probably don't need much more points until next. But yeah, a few interesting games from this um, weekend. And um, one of the most interesting was Sao Saulo versus Roma. Roma lost this 4-3, four, four, unfortunately, um, which leaves them fifth in the table. Um, Napoli, obviously our top, Inter Milan now have 50 points with a close uh, Lazio. AC Milan and Roma are on 47. Um, if Roma did win, they would have gone joint seconds with Inter Milan um, and At Atalanta sit in the European spaces. So it's interesting, this league. Um, Juventus are ninth. Um, they need to sort of climb a bit more up the table. A win today would see them seventh, um, slowly climbing up back into those Euro Europa and Champions League spaces. Uh, but yeah... It's interesting to see this league. Um, again, apart from Napoli, very tight league. Um, last year, we obviously had the battle of the two Milans. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely interesting. Um, and, yeah, it's nice to see different teams win different competitions. And that, but that wraps up this week's sort of uh, podcast. I hope you've uh, had a fantastic week. Um, looking forward to all the football that comes next week um, and we'll be back and yeah hope everyone has a fantastic weekend and please like and subscribe and follow us on our socials which is twitter and facebook which is at the pitch hider thank you very much and goodbye for all the latest news transfers and football articles check out the pitchsider.com it's the place to be Contact us on our socials. Instagram and Twitter is at ThePitchSider. Or via email is ThePitchSider at Hotmail.com.